I'm back! And so are you to the Boink Radio Podcast here on the Boink Network Discord server. What's up? Hey! <laughs> Today is December 2nd, 2022. Last episode of the 2022 year, year, year. The 222 year, year, year. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, we're probably just going to wrap up the year, what happened, and uh, go through probably just a couple little bits of news items, if there's any, uh, today. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably discuss some things that we're keen to see starting next year. Stuff like the point census, um, maybe any new developments on World Community Grid and such. Yeah, and I hear you were vulgar last week. I wasn't here. Quite, quite. Uh, if you missed, uh, if you missed the last episode, it's up on Spotify. Um, and I got like eighteen PMs to. asking to remove you from mod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to just uh, ban all those people. So um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you haven't checked out the last episode, it's the Thanksgiving special, and uh, it's quite an interesting drink on there. Too bad you couldn't join me for that one, Jeringo. Yeah, say la v, say it. <laughs> la v, la v. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, such is life. Oh, okay, but right. It also sounds like you're asking someone to say la v. It's a great la joke. With me, Laugh. <laughs> Keep laughing. All right, so, uh. Yeah, I guess as we panic search for the news from the past week, you should also talk about your beverage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is a part of the Pokemon series of drinks that I purchased. Um, if you were here a while ago or listened to the episode a while ago, there was, uh, I think it was a Squirtle-branded uh, branded drink. And um, these ones are quite, quite suspicious. Like, um, I'm pretty sure, like, they are, yeah, it's a product of China. And it actually says on the packaging, for sale in China only. So I have no idea how I got my hands onto this. Um, and it's like, like dangerous. I'm pretty sure it might be. Uh, the last one of these that I drank, I gagged because it was so disgusting. It was salted cheese sparkling water, which I don't, I don't think anyone at all wants to drink that. It's like you say it's so disgusting, like you're shocked that salted cheese sparkling water is going to taste bad. Like, of course it you gag. It does. Of course <laughs> you gag. It, it tastes exactly... It tastes exactly how you think it tastes. Yeah. It, I, I trust... I, I trust... <laughs> I just trust the beverage to taste... Named cheese water to taste like cheese water. It, I don't it's know. Like, maybe I have... It, it's, expectation. it's like you shaved parmesan cheese into like a cup of water, stirred it around, like shook it probably a bit, strained out the cheese and then drank it. That's that's how it tasted. The, the trippy part is if you add if you make that water pasta water and make it boiling when you stir the cheese in and then throw a little butter in there, you got yourself a nice sauce. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's nice. But but if you make that carbonated, that's not nice. Um, but yeah. Any, anyway, so we're on the same on the same series of it. Uh, I believe the Pokemon on the front of the can is a Pichu. 
it's it's not Pikachu, but it's the smaller one. Someone might want to correct me on that, but uh, yeah, it's the little smaller Pichu, I think it's called. Uh, I'm gonna hold on. Let me open the chat. I think there's people screaming at me already. No, okay. <laughs> Probably got it right. Um, it is kaffir lime sparkling water this time. So for those of you that don't know what a kaffir lime is, I am blessed enough to have a kaffir lime tree in my backyard. And kaffir limes, I would say, are by far the most strongest limes that you would ever, ever taste. Um, these kaffir limes are so strong. Like, if you were to, like, cut it in half and just, like, squeeze it into your mouth, with a normal lime, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a bit sour, salivating a bit, um, not too bad. If you squeeze a kaffir lime into your mouth, you will, like, feel burning at the back of your throat, and um, it's almost like you just have a massive pack of spice just, like, hit your mouth. Um, because of the citrus oils in the actual rind of the lime are so powerful. Um, so what I do is I usually like squeeze the limes into like my bottle of water, mix it up, um, and it makes a really nice kind of thing. So uh, hopefully this drink is as pleasant as that experience of drinking um, kaffir lime squeezed into my water. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> Not too bad. I can definitely taste the chemical aftertaste. Ugh, it, it, okay, so it it's kind of like, wait, is there mint in this? Okay, this is very strange. So imagine you're drinking a Sprite, okay? The first hit of taste is like Sprite. Then the Sprite fades away and it turns into more of kind of like a sour sort of lemony kind of flavor. Then after the lemony flavor goes away, you get a like a hint of like mint or something, which now I'm thinking is actually the like burning kind of sensation of the kaffir lime oil. Um, and it kind of like you kind of get a chemically taste after that, which is very concerning. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it, another interesting thing about this beverage as well is that they actually have like purchased the like uh, rights to use the trademark of Pokemon on on their cans like they have proper like uh, copyright branding 1997 Nintendo um, blah 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 uh, Pokemon trademarks trademarks of Nintendo so they've done all their legal research on this and it looks very very legit but the taste is still just ugh. Yeah, no, I, I can't drink this. <laughs> it's it's got such a strange taste. Um, and I think it's giving me a bit of flashbacks from the salted cheese sparkling water as well, uh, since it came from the same brand. I'm sorry, I've been talking this whole time, but my mic cut off. I'm like, oh, why, okay. Why is it just talking over me? No. So first, I suggested that it's actually Pikachu, ground up and put into a can. Um, yeah. Then I then I suggested you just sprinkle some parm cheese in there to make it a little better. Oh god, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, you're a hero for doing this every week. I love how seriously you take it. It's better than the rest of the show, which we'll get into right now with some bike news. 
Why do I keep <laughs> sipping this? What the hell? <laughs> Put it down. Put down the can. Pick up Ithena. No. Because <laughs> they are implementing the Ithena Hex application, which is now available for Linux 32-bit and 64-bit platforms. They plan on adding support for Windows 32 and 64 in the near future. Uh, it is a wingman app. And they're going to stop generating new tasks in the graph application, uh, which will be modified. Uh, and then tasks will be sent out through graph once those modifications are done. They also plan to integrate with Gridcoin in the future, uh, or at least attempt to. It has to go through a poll and everything. Um, it is pretty cool that they mentioned that the integration of Athena with Gridcoin has forced them to improve their system stability because Gridcoin does have requirements of projects. It's pretty neat to see that actually play out in real time. Uh, and I'm sure if they reach out to Gridcoin, they will get support in those updates if they haven't already. Uh, and of course, the <laughs> the only comment on this post is updated badges, not badges. <laughs> Blinkers and your goddamn badges. Yeah, get your priorities right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great though. I would expect nothing less. Um, I'm I'm curious to see uh, whether this announcement actually influenced any new people to start crunching Athena computational, because um, I, I know from the past when certain point projects were whitelisted onto uh, the Gridcoin network. Um, people would come on and crunch early so that they'd get like kind of a head start in in uh, getting credits in order to get grid coins. So I'm curious to see whether this had uh, actually influenced anything. And it's good to see that the requirements of um, of grid coin for whitelisting has essentially encouraged this project to improve um, their system availability, as they say. So. Um, yeah, they, there you go. It's, it looks like Athena's on the way to something great. Yeah, pretty neat. Weber says in the chat that uh, they already started. So, cool. Hell yeah. It's a GoCrunch uh, Athena computational. Yeah, I would love to see charts of their user, like exactly what you're you're saying, user uptick, flop uptick. Um, yeah, I think uh, Kiska in the chat might be able to do that because I know that they run a big Grafana farm, I think. Uh, to to graph all of the uh, Boink stats. So uh, Kiska in the chat, if um, you can get us those details, that'd be great. Yeah, and and keep it running over the next several months as they go through the whitelisting process. It would be interesting to see what Gridcoin actually does for projects. Because the theory is one over net N. So the theory is they should get just like a huge boost of people participating uh, if they get whitelisted. Yeah, yeah. All right. Maintenance coming from Universe at Home. And this is the only news I could find besides the Athena. Uh, and this news is old, so forget about it. That's all <laughs> the news. <laughs> I, I have some. I have a couple uh, points from uh, the developers who are working on Boink at the moment. Sure, before uh, we get to that, Weber mentions with Athena that they also updated the project description and that the project admin is pumped to switch. So this is pretty cool. It's nice to see sweet. a Boink project with energy behind it and with someone running it who has energy behind it. It's just it's just nice. Yeah, and we need more Athena t-shirts. <laughs> we do. 
We'll, we'll have the SCI. We'll have Athena t-shirts back up soon. We just got all our freaking look guys. Don't ever start uh, a business or a nonprofit with people who live in different States than you. Cause it takes like 18 months to try and set up the freaking bank account. <laughs> so, but we will have the store up and running again soon. And with those come Athena t-shirts. Awesome. So uh, some news from the Blink development team uh, coming from Vitaly, one of the lead devs. Um, first of all, we are looking for people to translate the new Blink version. Uh, Blink release 7.22 is almost on the way, and we need people to help translate the interface. There's probably a whole bunch of uh, new things that came into um, this version in terms of like text and UI interfaces and uh, stuff that people need to read. And basically, we want people to help translate into different languages around the world. So if you speak a different language, and we know well from the Boink uh, network that the Boink network spans many, many, many different countries, because it is, after all, a global network. Uh, we do know that we have people in the community who have the capabilities of translating uh, the, st uh, the stuff for Boink, uh, but we just need to get the message out there for all those people that want to help translate the Boink Manager uh, and lots of other things in Boink as well, uh, hop into the Boink Network Discord. And in the announcements channel, we have uh, an announcement containing a link to get to that. I believe you can also go onto the GitHub for Boink as well in order to find the link to help translate uh, the stuff from the Boink Manager and other things as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, go to probably one of those two locations and you'll have it there. Uh, otherwise, I think the URL is just small enough for us to read it out, I think. It's... Yeah, so if you go to transifex.com forward slash boink, that's trans, T-R-A-N-S-I-F-E-X.com forward slash boink, uh, you will be able to uh, come on and uh, yeah, help translate boink. Very cool, very exciting. Uh, we we glazed over the big news though. It's it's version seven point two two. Isn't this a new release? Yeah, like um, bury the lead, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, seven point two two. I think is about to be released. So um, the team is preparing to release seven point twenty two. There have been uh, so yeah. Prepare for a new Boink update. I don't think I have the change log at the moment, but if we do get the change log, we will be reporting on it. But uh, in other version news, there has been a hot fix that has been released for Linux for version seven point twenty point five, and this fixes an issue with graphics applications that was introduced in seven point twenty point four. So for those of you running Linux at the moment, there will be a Boink uh, manager update for uh, for Linux only to fix uh, graphics applications issues. Uh, and that is all the development news. Very cool. Very cool. So what happened this year, Jeringo? Well, actually, I thought of what, well, that's what I'm excited for for next year. All right. Look back first. What happened <laughs> last year? Well, we started the SCI. That's that's freaking yeah. top of my list. It's a nonprofit for anyone who doesn't know uh, that aims to essentially reconnect 
rebuild the bridge between the public and science, between the public and academia. We focus on public engagement and education, participation, and also the technologies that enable those things. Um, we had a huge funding round on this thing called Gitcoin, where uh, folks in the Boink and Gridcoin and DSI ecosystems, and outside DSI too, a lot of people found Boink through this funding round, uh, donated, I think, $4,000. And with those $4,000, we were matched $30,000, essentially up to $30,000 in our pockets. So we have a nice little purse to start building stuff with. And I'll tell you towards the end, one of the things we're going to start building next year, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, and what else do we do? We've put up some Boink bounties for development. Uh, it's just this whole SC that stands for the Science Commons Initiative, uh, sciencecommons.org, if you want to go to the website. Um, it, it's just very exciting to have a new organization with a little money behind it building and supporting on Boink, and it also supports Gridkind, and it also supports any other projects that fulfill our mission. So it's, that that's my big top thing of the last year. What about you? Oh, yeah, just uh, on top of that also, um, without the the SCI, we wouldn't have the Boink census. So with the help Ooh, of yes. the SCI, we are officially doing the Boink census uh, uh, annually. So it'll be an annual survey to check on the Boink community, what people desire, what people think of Boink, uh, how people are crunching, how many more people are crunching, um, just... Uh, and information for project admins too on how to improve their websites, how to improve their operations, stuff that will help the Boink community going into the future. And it's a constant poll on how things are going. It's getting an annual pulse on how the Boink network is progressing. So I think we've um, got 600 responses so far. Yeah, uh, we have over 600 responses now, uh, which I think we can do better. Um, we got to be great to break 1K. Yeah, we, we want to beat the old record, apparently, that was set in 2006 when they did a global point poll, uh, which was, I think, that... uh, I think it was around 30,000 responses. I don't know yeah, how don't they got that, that far. Yeah. This year. Point um, was huge back then. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm wondering if we can get back to those levels or not. Um, because I think it's a noble goal to shoot for. Yeah, like just taking a, a snippet of the poll, um, there were 35,000 respondents for, like just for an example of one of the things, for uh, the question of uh, sex, what gender you are. Um, back in 2006, uh, we had 35,000 people respond with male and only 2,000 people respond with female. So they had about probably 37,000 responses. Um, based off of those numbers. So our goal is to hit those numbers yet again. One day. Maybe not this year. Maybe not this year. But, uh, yeah, for those of you who haven't done the Boink census already, please check the announcements channel in this uh, Discord server. Uh, otherwise, check the Boink Twitter. I think we have uh, Twitter posts up there for, for the Boink census. At, um, Boink, at Boink Network or at the SC Initiative. We'll have a link for you in one of the tweets. The easier one to read will be Boink Network because the SCI tweets other stuff too. Yep. And uh, I think we're getting out the message to a whole bunch of project admins too so that they'll be posting their, uh, posting on their forums that the Boink census is going on. 
I think Psyduck uh, has done it already. Yeah, and share it with your teams. If you're on a Blink team, share it with them. We want as many uh, responses to this as we can. We don't take any PII. We don't like. We don't know who you are. It's entirely anonymous. All we're collecting is like uh, age, gender, profession, sort of stuff. College and education. what country you're in. <laughs> what country That's pretty much and it. What sort of stuff you crunch with and why you crunch. Um, and then th those categories sort of break down into more like what you would want to see. Why you don't? Why haven't you made a blank project? You bastard. Yeah, I why think that's you? the exact phrasing of one of the questions. Hey, bastard, why haven't you made a blank project? <laughs> uh, so, stuff like that. So, with this information, we'll be able to go out and uh, hopefully get more blank users. We'll we'll use the the knowledge to uh, inform our language when we're putting together marketing pamphlets and and reaching out to people. And we'll we'll use the demographics to determine who we should reach out to. You know, if I saw a a uh, response that was 35,000 men and 2,000 women, I'd be like, hmm, maybe we should try and level that off a little bit. But <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens when it comes back. I imagine the disparity is still quite large. But that was over yeah. 15 years ago. That's insane that there hasn't been one since. So it's very exciting. I agree with you. This is at the top of my list as well of things over the past yeah. year. Absolutely. And also, just for the record, for those people that are listening, we do not collect your email address either. So there is literally zero personal information that goes into this, or at least, yep. yeah. So the worst we get is what country you live in. That's it. <laughs> uh, um, another thing that was great this year, uh, it's more, eh, no, this is totally about Blink. So when I was in... Uh, Lisbon, it was at a Compute Over Data conference. So there were a bunch of people there who understood distributed computing and come from the space and are building these alternatives that we've been talking about for years at this point. Where we're always like, hey, guys, people are building a lot of alternatives to distributed computing outside of Boink. They're going to exist soon. They're starting to exist, and they look very, very cool. Um, but while there, uh, I gave a talk, and I opened it by polling people, asking them how many had heard about uh, I started backwards, so how many heard about Gridcoin? A good number of people raised their hands, and then I asked how many people knew about Boink and how many knew about SETI. And almost everyone in the room raised their hand for both Boink and SETI. So they, and then talking to people, they all very much appreciate what Boink is uh, and the role it has played over the years. And a lot of them are there because of. SETI, Boink, and some of them even Gridcoin, because they're working on new incentive models and new economics, and they're like, yeah, Gridcoin was really cool, what it was trying to do. I'm like, hey, man, it still exists. What do you mean was? Uh, <laughs> that was very cool to see, because I think a lot of folks don't, uh, at least I didn't, fully appreciate how many people still know what Boink is, or at least used it. Several of them, uh, anecdotally, did not know that it was still going, that Boink still existed. So that's an issue that we're going to try and solve. Uh, that's just getting the word out and letting people know. Um, yeah. So that was very exciting. That's also on the top of my list. Hell yeah. Um, I'm thinking other things that happened this year. We had the great uh, World Community Grid uh, divide. They shifted Ooh. from IBM to um, the wait. Kremble. Yeah, the Kremble, yeah. Kremble, Kremble Research, Research Institute in, oh, I don't remember where, but it's in Canada. But I'm getting so good at remembering the name. <laughs> yeah, so that that uh, separation and then uh, re 
allocation. I don't know what you're going to call it. Um, the, the, the migration, the migration yeah, of, migration. Um, of uh, World Community Grid from IBM to Kremble Research Institute. We're sad to see IBM drop uh, the project and say that they don't want to do it anymore. Um, and we're glad to see that Kremble Research Institute is uh, coming on board to uh, continue running it. Yes, and Casey mentions that the migration is still ongoing. It is a long migration. The seasons change very slowly for these birds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Horizon mentions it might be in Toronto, Kremble Research Institute. Maybe. For some reason, I had the impression it was like in the middle of Northwest Canada. I have no idea why or where that comes from. Uh, is there even anything in the northwest of Canada? That's why I feel like I wouldn't just make that up because I would have thought, like, that's weird that there's something out there. But <laughs> I probably just made it up and it's in Toronto. <laughs> so. uh, well, yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, sometime early next year, the uh, migration will be completely resolved. We still have some teething issues here and there with um, Kremble starting things up. But I've been starting to get tasks on my machine, and other people have been saying that we've been getting tasks on their machine too. So, um, yeah, it seems to be kind of getting off the ground. Yeah. What new projects did we have? Speaking of sort of new projects spinning up, do we have any new ones Ooh, this year? That's a good question. Um, Didn't we have I, one that was like a project using math to make new math or something like that uh was that the i think that was the ramen machine yeah ramen noodles yeah. A ramen noodle machine yeah <laughs> we also had loda what's loda that sounds familiar oh uh, yeah that sounds very familiar too <laughs> you did project briefs um, on them as they came out i'm pretty sure look i don't remember like every project brief man oh, I, <laughs> there's so many projects should. Yeah, no, you've done a project brief on all of that. Would be crazy. Uh, let me quickly but, get it up. Yeah, I am looking at our backlog of episodes. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, integer sequences. Loda is the software that creates computational models to find new and existing integer sequences. So it's trying to find more efficient software to generate, like for example, the Fibonacci sequence. That's what they're doing. Gotcha. Did Black Holes at Home launch this year? Or did it almost I launch this year? I don't think so. Because we have a project brief on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, did the, I did the Black Holes uh, project brief a bit too early, I, I think. I think it's because they were so close to launching, but I, I, they just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I'm um, just checking the website. Let's take a look. Oh, Levy's paper came out this year. The Incentivizing Energy Efficiency and Carbon Neutrality in Distributed Computing Systems, I think is the full name. Uh, that was very cool. That is being tapped by some of these newer projects that are building distributed computing infrastructures. Great, yeah. I heard that received like a really good reception um, when it was presented. Yes, it did. Awesome. Uh, just looking at black holes at home, and uh, the project is active because the uh, admin that runs Black Holes at Home is active on Twitter. So they are they are posting things to Twitter. The last thing that was posted was actually 19 hours ago, um, saying that uh, the uh, the NERPY, the NRPY code generation framework, uh, in preparation for the Black Holes at Home launch, uh, they're just kind of advertising the 
uh, NERPY code library that they have. So yeah, it's, we should probably see the launch quite soon. They're probably just still testing things. Very exciting. So it's a race between black holes and uh, World Community Grid on who gets smoothest. Kind quickest. of, yeah. It's not exactly a fair race because of all the organizational things that the Kremble Institute has to do. But Yeah, but they've got such a big head start. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Actually, black holes is like two years in the making. <laughs> That's what I think about it all. <laughs> Well, I'm blown away. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anything um, else? Uh, let, let's talk about uh, what we're expecting for next year. Um, yeah, oh, I got a couple big ones. But you start this one. I started the last one. Yeah, so just re like pretty much recapping most of what we said already, like the one, a couple things that we're keen on is, first of all, the Boink census. That will get completed uh, 1st of January. So New Year's is the cutoff for the Boink census. Yeah, hold on. Re restate that because we did not mention that. Everyone, you can fill out the Boink census until December 31st and even on December 31st. But don't wait till then. Just fill it out now. Okay, yeah, carry. just fill it out now and it'll just solve all the issues. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, after, after that cutoff period, we will start uh, analyzing the data and uh, generating a really nice kind of report. And we'll do our best to generate a really nice uh, report going forward. We'll review all the feedback that we get for the form too, so we can improve it for next year. And uh, yeah, we have the, the, Boink, um, the Boink conference next year, don't we, as well? Early, sometime in January, I believe, uh, there is a virtual Boink workshop uh, where if there is that, I don't think it's set in stone yet or anything, uh, but if that does exist, that's where we would hope to present the results from the census, yes. Yep, that's where I'm gonna be. Um, yeah, I'll most likely be the one uh, reporting on the results for the census. So uh, yeah, if, uh, keep an eye out for communications for the Boink workshop if you'd like to attend it. And it seems like virtual is the closest we're going to get to having a Boink workshop in Australia. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I am looking forward to the first episode of next year because it's when we will be going in depth on this new project that the SCI is launching uh, called Microgrid. And uh, it is, I'm essentially pre launching it now, pre announcement. We've got a working group. Uh, to build this project. And this project is essentially an umbrella project for researchers who don't have enough data to uh, justify spending the time making their own Boink project. Right? So we want to go out to researchers and say, hey, do you got a little data crunch? There's this thing, Boink, and we understand it takes a lot of time and effort to build an application and make it like build, set up a server and keep the server running. And you really only have like a couple of weeks probably worth of work units. So just come use our infrastructure. We have the server, it's running. We've got a backlog of work units. We'll just plug, we'll help you build an application. We'll plug your work units into what we've already got going. They'll go out to a bunch of computers and we'll get it back. And maybe like instead of a few weeks, if we were a solar project to maybe I don't know. It's hard to say because it depends on how many people will actually work on a crunch microgrid. But so it could be shorter, it could be longer. Depends on our backlog. Depends on a lot of things. But that's the basic idea: help researchers who don't have enough 
essentially work units to make it worthwhile for them to make their own Boink project. And this working group is going to be completely open. So anyone can join it. If you are interested now, if that scatterbrained pitch is uh, reverend your thought and engines, sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> but, but come on, come on and help us out. Uh, we'll get going. Like there's only what two weeks left before really everyone is on vacation. So we'll get going at the start of the new year, really, like probably after that first week. Uh, and then that's our main goal for next year is to get microgrid off the ground and running. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We need uh, people who are like we're starting from scratch so we need a first like scope of work we don't fully understand what's going to be necessary we haven't dug in and thought deeply about what the logistics and the operations would look like so we're really building from scratch here if that's interesting to you but that is what i'm very excited for for next year yeah and there is funding backing this too so yes we're using some of the funds that uh, probably a good chunk of the funds that we used for or that we got through the the fundraising round to build this thing because can you imagine how cool this project would be? Ah! Yeah, <laughs> I could run my guttering it. project. You could do guttering at home? <laughs> I could finally do guttering at home. Uh, very cool. I have another one, but if you got one, go for it. Uh, I'm keen to know what new projects we might see next year. Because uh, we, yes. like, uh, we got two of them this year, so I'm curious to see what's going to happen next year. What new projects are we going to get next year? Yes, and on, in the same vein, I'm excited to see how these partnerships uh, with the uh, newer distributed computing platforms play out. So, for example, Boink through David Anderson, I believe, like the the official Boink group out of Berkeley, uh, partnered with a project called Bakoyao, uh, which is Protocol Labs' distributed computing arm, uh, and they're building a very interesting infrastructure. So we'll see what that partnership, what fruit that bears. And like, I'm interested in what these new infrastructures look like. New projects on Boink, new infrastructures in the ecosystem. Let's see what distributed computing can grow into. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we can use those machines as a server. What is that, though? <laughs> I think it's a picture of their kitchen. That is a kitchen. That's totally a kitchen. Why, why did they have just a server rack on top of their stove? Yeah, that's an oven and a stove, and that's paper towels. Your What's poor body. Like, what do you eat? Do you cook? <laughs> Kiska wins rig of the week, the last rig of the week this year. Yeah. <laughs> Kiska. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I, I don't think you can top that. Like, a picture <laughs> of a bunch of server racks in your kitchen. I'm shocked. <laughs> Are the cords just going into the cabinet? They're they're probably like replacing the 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 cord like the the outlets from the like oven or the stove or something. No, the the oven is totally still on. I can see that clock. It's two forty. I'm gonna assume in the morning. Could be the stove then. It could be. Could be. Because look, yeah, the the there's a couple of the wires that go into like one of the drawers. Look. Yeah. Wait. Really? What's going on in there? They have a gas. Where's the electricity coming from? <laughs> Why do your cords go into drawers? There's so oh many God. questions. The more you look at this picture, the more questions you have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my turn for something excited. Another initiative from the SCI. 
uh, that is happening probably early next year. We're almost done getting ready. Is a big outreach campaign for Boink. We've put together some graphics. Uh, we've put them on postcards and like we put together letters and whatnot. And we're just gonna mail them to university and uh, I can't think of the term here, but uh, principal inve- PIs, primary principal investigators. <laughs> Oh man, Uh, and and get them, hopefully a few of them to return our call essentially and say, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I want to make a Boink project because one of the things we're fairly confident in assuming is that people just don't know Boink exists. From a research, if you're a researcher, you might not know Boink exists. If you are in the distributed computing space, you know of Boink. Uh, so that's going to be very exciting. I can't wait to see the results of that. It's like Absolutely. we're getting a lot too. We're going to just like shotgun blast uh, the world with boink flyers, <laughs> pepper spray. And uh, I think there might be an opportunity for people to also buy their own boink flyers, right? Or their boink, their own boink kind of like business card sort of thing. I believe so. I don't fully know what's going on this is alex's alex's take a point <laughs> yeah but anyway more more point merchandise will come next year as well yes ah just everything the sci is doing is going to accelerate next year and i'm very excited for that it's going to explode in a controlled fashion <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what would be cool if we um sold the geiger counters for radioactive at home that would be cool. Yeah. Does the project still run? Pretty sure. They just don't sell the Geiger counters. I don't think there's been a sale of the Geiger counters for a while. I'm going to post that in our channel so that we talk about it during our next board meeting. <laughs> it was kind of a joke, but okay. No, what if we reach out to the admin and be like, yo, we'll help uh, do expand the project. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad that I came up with that on the spot. <laughs> so we might save radioactive at home. Yay. Anyway, I think that concludes that Christmas wrap up. Uh, one more thing. One more thing. What are you excited okay. about next year? Um, like just in general or with Boeing? Yeah, sure. What beverage? What beverage are you excited for ah, next year? Okay. I have found a couple locations where I can scour for new beverages. I can't and... believe you just have an answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's one place that's quite close to me, which is kind of like a big candy store, and they have a whole bunch of like American candies and um, other candies and stuff. Um, they have really, really interesting beverages uh, that I've never seen before. They even have the Duff beer that I reviewed um, earlier on as well. And uh, so I'm going to be going to that shop and buying a whole bunch of beverages the next year. So prepare for some really wacky beverages. And there's also a whole bunch of stores in the city where I know um, there are lots of interesting beverages. Because if you go into any convenience store in the city, you'll find all these weird things in there, like very obscure uh, sort of things. Very cool. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um, I don't think my stomach's looking forward to it, though. 
Shut up and drink your cheese water. Yeah, my liver, <laughs> my liver's gonna gonna be a bit angry at me. Oh man! All right, that concludes our wrap up then. Yeah. Yep, we're taking a big holiday for December, so you'll see us back in January sometime. Yay! Have a good holiday, everyone. Uh, yeah, and a happy new year. And don't forget to brush your teeth and do and, the boing census. And do the boing census. <laughs> <laughs> see you later.